Welcome to Witchy Business, hosted by me, Emily. And me, Anna. This is your weekly dose of friendly business chat with a witchy flair. Through these personal and vulnerable conversations, we share our business journey with you. Highlighting the links to our overall growth journey in the hopes to make you feel more supported as you share your magic. This episode is sponsored by PlanHer, a timeless and undated planner and journal created to help witches stay organized while in flow. We especially love the pages for new moon manifestations and full moon reflections. For additional support on how to harness the energy of the moon while working on your business, subscribe to our Substack. Your link in our show notes. Hello and welcome to Moon Notes. This coming Sunday, February 5th, we'll witness a beautiful full moon in Leo. And just like a proud lion showing its big, beautiful mane, this bright moon is your time to shine. As always, the full moon is an invitation to reflect, use a light to see more, to pay attention to what you might be trying to avoid. Under the sign of Leo, the invitation is to pay particular attention to yourself. It's an invitation to love yourself more, to express yourself more authentically, to shine bright, as bright as the moon reflecting all the sunlight back to us. You can start noticing shifts now. As we approach the full moon, pay attention to what's moving inside you. As the energies invite you to fully express yourself authentically, you might find yourself feeling big emotions. You are being encouraged to make big changes, to trust yourself even more. And it can be unsettling, so go gently. This past Wednesday was in bulk, the halfway point of winter, meaning we are getting closer to spring. Before you go into full action mode, this full moon fully illuminates what you need to learn. Again, this might feel uncomfortable, so go gently. In your work or business, where are you keeping yourself small? What are you not saying and what parts of you are you not sharing? Intuitively, what do you feel you are being called to learn and what are you resisting? How can you support yourself to make the necessary changes in a way that is caring and gentle towards yourself? Here, prioritize the things that you can do for yourself, like nutrition, movement, journaling, mindset work. What would it look like for you to show up fully authentically in your work or in your business? And if you run your own business, what would it look like if it was to shine bright in its full authenticity? Okay, and now it's time for our card pool, and it's the Knight of Wands today, and we did just have to check if we pulled this one last time, but it wasn't, it was the Knight of Cups, Um, but this one feels, as always, really relevant to everything we have been talking about and, and this full moon. So the Knight of Wands, as with all knights, are they're not quite a king they're still they still have that kind of um beginner energy they're they're still on their journey but they're charging forwards they've already learned so much and the knight of wands suggests that you might have a clear vision or a clear idea of what you want to create right now and you're full of inspiration you're full of motivation and enthusiasm to just charge forward and and take steps through inspired action but being a knight and still having that that beginner energy not quite a king there's still room for mistakes and mistakes are always a learning you know but this night in particular suggests that you might be charging forwards and taking action before really thinking things through. So this card invites you to, rather than act straight away on your visions and your ideas, take a moment to check in. First, check that it really aligns with you and what you want to create in this world but then also take a moment to really think things through and think about the whole plan the whole plan of action before just charging into it and I think this ties in really nicely with the journal prompt of how you can support yourself to make 
the necessary changes in a way that's gentle towards yourself. Because here this card is showing you that this is the time to really move forwards with your vision, with your ideas. Use the energy of this Leo moon to move forwards with all of your energy, with your with all of the enthusiasm that you're bringing to these ideas and these visions, but also to just remember to take time to reflect and find ways to support yourself, to nourish yourself so that you can keep going, so that you have these foundations in place with your plans to carry you forwards, to keep carrying you forwards. Hope you've enjoyed this week's Moon Notes and make sure to subscribe to our Substack because we are sharing a very exciting little announcement in the one coming out this week. And please keep sharing with us um, what these allow you to see and the little breakthroughs that these shares help you to have. Um, Enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Witchy Business. In this episode today, we are getting really vulnerable and sharing some limiting beliefs that have been coming up for us recently. We said that, you know, our intention with this podcast is all about being raw and vulnerable with you and sharing what we're going through when we're going through it. So... Yeah, bear with us today while we <laughs> share <laughs> everything as as it comes. Cue the little nervous laughter. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so last week I had quite a lot of stuff that was coming up, and as always, Em supported me through it, and you know, listened to my rambling on, and then we we're like, okay, I. I remember hanging up and then messaging you just saying, okay, this needs, this could be helpful. This, we should record this. And I mean, I feel free vulnerable vulnerability hangover right now. I'm literally standing up. Like you can't tell even if you're watching, but um, I'm standing up because I need to be able to move because I can feel it so much in my body and sitting still um, just isn't comfortable right now. So What I've been noticing is so my big intention for this year and a big part of how I'm creating my business and what I'm basing it on is that I am calling in a lot of ease and a lot of space. Um, It's something that I lacked in the past 10 years in my work and everything only happened through pushing. in my life, actually, not just in work and pushing in the fighting sense, you know, like with this kind of preconceived idea that everything's really difficult anyway. And so I was going to have to fight to get anything that I wanted. Um, And I don't want that anymore. Um, It led me to burning out three times and I don't want to do that to my body anymore um and I deeply believe in the possibility and the power of creating from a space of ease spaciousness and a very regulated supported nervous system like I to my at my core I really believe that The problem is I've got years and years and years of societal um, conditioning that that's not how you achieve things. And I've got years and years and years of proving to myself that I can do whatever I set my mind to. But the way that I get that is by fighting and pushing. And so I haven't given myself enough opportunities so far to teach myself that I can create the life that I want, achieve the things that I want without the fight. And so I guess that's what I'm doing now is giving myself those opportunities to prove to myself, it's a mouthful, um, that that I can do that um, yeah, without fighting. and. 
I can feel my entire survival mechanism trying to pull me back into believing that fighting is the only way to move forward and to achieve things, especially in business. Mm. And that's not comfortable because I have to be super aware of it and I have to support myself through it and I have to ask for support. And all of it just feels really uncomfortable. Um, And if I had to describe it right now in my body, there's a lot of flight energy where I just, that's why I need to stand up. Like my legs literally need to move. I need to feel like I can just bolt out of this room and run away. Um, There's a lot of fear moving through me right now and fear is really active. It's really hot. Um, Yeah, it's it's very, very present. Um, Mm. So what does that flight, energy translate into like that when your survival mechanism is triggered what does that look like for you I collapse so I um I'm not here um so I can be physically here but it tends to be when I get really sick and it's very ironic because I mean just spent the last three days with a really big migraine in bed um so that was my I saw it last night like clear as day I was like this is bullshit (laughs) this is your survival mechanism trying to keep you small and trying to help you survive but now is no longer the time to just survive it's time to thrive and you're a big girl now so you're going to hold your own hand through this you're not gonna fight through this but I really see it as like the grown-up me being like right little Anna give me your hand you're okay we're doing this together and like one foot in front of the other and we'll just go forwards together um Mm. that makes me feel really emotional sharing that um yeah that flight just turns me into my three-year-old self that just wants someone to come in come and save her and do all the work for her because she just if she's not strong enough to fight then she's not she can't do it you know it's like that's fighting is the only way so yeah that's what flight looks like for me it's just like turning into a three-year-old that has no ability I mean a three-year-old can't run a business (laughs) yeah how did it feel this morning when after you you had that realization and you were like this is what I'm doing and now and then just being your adult self and and holding your your child's hands like how do you how do you feel now today this morning felt so peaceful Mm. I woke up really early really early for me (laughs) (laughs) what time is early (laughs) Um, no, no, it, there's no judgment. You no, can wake up whatever time you want. <laughs> it was early for me. Um, it was still dark outside and it felt really soft and really peaceful. And I woke up and I put on my current favorite playlist and I made myself a hot water and lemon, which I absolutely love. And I rolled out my mat. And like my yoga mat, and you should have seen me. I was like wrapped up in so many layers just because I felt cold and I wanted like extra warmth. I really felt this morning I needed like extra warmth around my lower back, my kidneys, and around my neck. So I had like two scarves tied around me, and I just sat down on my mat and did the most gentle body awakening you know I just like sat cross-legged in the dark with my lemon water and just really really slowly moved and oh my whole body felt so tight it's like you know 
the yoga teaching days are well over. <laughs> but it was just really slow. It was really slow. And I find in those moments I can, I do like adult things, you know, like a load of washing in the morning feels somehow very adulty to me. But I do it with like complete ease. And yeah, today things just flowed. And that's what happens, isn't it? When you take full responsibility for yourself. And in those moments, I'm just like, why am I resisting so much? Why am I pushing so much? And but those fight moments and those flight moments don't last as long as they used to. So yeah, kind of holding on to that and just like I think more and more what I'm teaching myself consciously is to be with those moments so like this morning where everything felt soft and supportive and where I felt really grounded those are the moments that I paid the most attention to rather than the ones where I'm fighting and you know all of that because I know all of that my whole body mind is very very familiar with that whole pattern and I'm trying what I'm doing I'm not just trying I'm actually you know doing this is teaching myself these new ways of being which is the soft supported easeful and all of that so paying very close attention to those moments so yeah thank you for prompting me to share that and feeling that because now in my body and I'm sure you can hear it in my voice and you can see me if you're watching I feel a lot more peaceful and grounded yeah much nicer place to come from especially to share from Mm. yeah I love that you yeah you're you're training your your mind your subconscious mind to create new new patterns for yourself patterns of ease and when we're focusing on you know if you had been still kind of dwelling I guess on you know the the things that were triggering you and blocking you and your mind would look for more stories like that and create more scenarios like that but what you're saying is you're now looking for ways that you can support yourself and even just by doing those adult tasks for yourself like I love that idea because you're like I can take care of myself you know I've got this now I'm a capable adult Mm -hmm. and I can handle doing this yeah um but also I just want to pick up on the the fact that you you are not ignoring what's coming up you're exploring I I know you've done so so much work on that so that's why you are familiar with those patterns but you're not being like I'm going to ignore this and move on you're really like even just the the fact that at the beginning you said I need to stand up because I need to let it you know I just need to like shake it out and and that's you taking responsibility and and even though it's uncomfortable you're still doing it yeah and that's really incredible thank you I think that's really the work that I did in you know alchemy of being like the last course that I did to train as a maturation coach that's literally the work is just learning to be with I mean it's a lot more than that but the essence of it is learning to be with and I feel like last year that was really what I really you know learned and practiced and learned how to parent myself in a very different way of I think up until now it was still very pushy it was like right little one let's go like you know we've got things to do no space for your no space for your bullshit basically was how I approached little me and that's not how I want to talk to her and further than that I'm just like okay I really want to be a mom one day like that's one of my biggest dreams and 
I am by parenting myself, I'm like learning how to become the parent that I one day want to be. And that parent is not pushy. Mm. And she's really soft and she's got time and she listens and she holds space for. And so that's what I'm learning to do with me. And it's really soothing and it's, you know, it's just so loving and calming. But at the same time, what then comes up when I hold space for myself is rarely comfortable. <laughs> and so then you have to hold a bigger space. And, but then you've got a bigger ability to hold and it just kind of ebbs and flows that way. Uh, yeah. And then ultimately means that you can then hold the space for your clients too on a on a bigger level. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh, that's that's something that's really really important to me is to be able to hold space with a lot of integrity and I believe that to be able to hold space for others you need to have done all of that work for you first and to be able to hold that space for you first and so it's not about like cramming my diary with clients because then I won't have the space and the time to hold space for me and that's the most important part because that's where everything comes from you know so yeah I mean it's definitely something that I'm devoted to holding space for myself um and the outcomes of it are often very beautiful and peaceful but the being in it is always uncomfortable but what I like often tell my clients actually and remind myself all the time is that it doesn't need to be painful I'm the one who makes it painful because I'm resisting the discomfort Mm. and so again it's like holding my hand through it and like all right we're gonna you know we're gonna do this together big me and little me and yeah it's it's a trip (laughs) yeah I like to think of it like, and I know we've spoken about this before, but when you're in a yoga class, um, especially a yin class and you're like in pigeon pose, pigeon pose for me is like, oh, so uncomfortable. And the teachers like just lean into the discomfort (laughs) and it's like, this is so uncomfortable, but it's not painful. You know, mm. it shouldn't be painful. It's yeah. uncomfortable. And it's like learning to sit with that, that discomfort because you know that that release and that like that flexibility is going to feel so good. Yeah. It's so, I love that you shared that. Thank you. Because you just helped me see that. I mean, I used to teach yoga And my favorite classes to teach, I taught a lot of vinyasa classes, but my favorite were yin classes. And I was that teacher who was like, all right, we're going to create a lot of space to hold your discomfort today. And, you know, like my style was literally like you spend a full solid minute sometimes 10 minutes in one pose it was 10 minutes a pose because I remember like a whole class was like five poses (laughs) and it was ages to be in there and I just I loved holding that space for people you know like and I realize now that that's what I do when I coach is hold space for people in their more like the mental but there's always a physical part of their discomfort as well yeah just saw that thank you (laughs) yeah yeah and and like yes it's the it's the mind-body connection Hmm. um if it feels good for you to do so do you want to talk a little bit more about what has been coming up for you and what's been causing all of these triggers and yeah so (laughs) I really have the intention this year on creating a business structure that allows for a lot of space and ease in my life Um, because I know that when I have space, I can hold a huge space for people and that space is 
super healing and beneficial for others and has an impact on on them and then everyone around them and that's you know that's so my vision I just and all of that for me comes from a place of so much love and for that to happen I need space and I need ease because that's what's healing for me and that's what supports me and so that's the intention behind what I want to create in my business and so then I have these ideas that come like supernaturally to me and I've shared them with you of you know I could create a group program where I then have to work on a structure and talk a lot about it promote it market it PR it all the stuff that we know how to do but that happens on a short period of time where I know I need to like amp up my self-support, clear my diary, like just really make sure that I focus on that. And then I can just not have to work on my business as much and I can be in my business. And right, even right now, like every time I think about it that way, I'm just like, oh, imagine the space that I could hold for these people that I would welcome into my programs because I could spend my day doing work on myself or just being out in nature and and then I get to just sit down and hold a really big space for people and I would create from that space and I could create a library with content that's helpful create more podcasts write more because I love 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 to write the writing takes time and I need space to be able to let the words like flow through and should add in there because I tend to forget it. I work both in French and in English, meaning mm. everything I do, I do it twice. So for a lot of people, what they would see from like the English side, they're like, oh yeah, that's kind of easy. Yeah, but I double that and I don't translate. I don't copy paste. I literally sit down and I rewrite the whole thing. I reshare the whole thing. And, you know, so, and for a long time, I wondered if I'd do it in French, you know, French, my mother tongue. So it would make sense, but I'm more comfortable actually speaking English today. But now I live in France and I feel like there's a, a healing piece in me doing this work in French as well. There's like a lineage thing that's going on. And so, so I want to do it in French, you know. And so, yeah, I need to create all of this space and all of that. And then there's just this really don't like her. <laughs> She shows up and she's like, who the fuck do you think you are that you're going to be able to just cruise around all day and sit down and hold space for people? Like, nah, that's not how you work. That's Do you actually believe that you can go from working 12, 13-hour days to all you have to do is show up for the people that you're holding space for, you know? And then I have to have this discussion between her and just I mean I say her but that's my conditioning and mm. there is so much unlearning that needs to happen there and if I'm not really grounded and had enough sleep and in a very like calm adult space mm. if there's like a it's like if there's a fragment of time where I'm like my little self, she listens, little Anna listens to the, you need to work 15 hours a day to go to, you know? And then then it's like, I need to run back and be like, no, 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 that's not how we do things, you know? <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of what's going on at the moment. And it's, to be able to be this big version of me, this grown-up version of me that holds a really big space for people. So to be this big space, mm. I have to really hold myself and I have to show up for me like every single day constantly. I can't let that down. And 
and sometimes I still do because I'm learning and uh, yeah because that's what I'm going through at the moment yeah and I feel like just talking through it right now I feel like maybe that's also coming up because a lot of things that I didn't think were possible so quickly are happening and the dissonance between what's actually occurring and what I believed is getting bigger and bigger and that's that scares me because I'm like well that's not true that shouldn't happen um and and I guess like I'm like afraid that everything that's happening at the moment is going to disappear and so I need to fight to do something different Mm -hmm. because I'm not used to believing that these things are possible they're like just a fluke that's yeah I think what's underlying that as well and just to make it really clear those things are this podcast because Mm -hmm been wanting to have one for ages and um the work that I'm doing with Vienda on the mentor training and and just me as well I've got more clients than I ever thought I'd you know I've had more sign-ups in the past month or two than I had in the past year so um yeah yeah I just want to pick up on something you said, um, how you said you do it all in English and then you do it all in French. And it was like you were almost justifying, you know, well, I'm doing all this work. I'm doing it twice. Mm -hmm. So I deserve to have this space and this time so that I can be and show up for my clients. But (laughs) and I can I'm laughing because I can see you laughing it's yeah I just want to want to remind you that of course you you don't need to justify it you can run your business in whatever way you want and you can do as much or as little work as you want but you said it yourself it's that conditioning that societal those societal behaviors and beliefs that have you believing that you need to do all of this to deserve yeah to create space and deserve to run it the way that you want Mm, thank you for picking me up on that because I would be the first to tell my clients that they don't have to justify needing space and needing yeah time and yeah see still learning (laughs) yeah but that's the power in in just talking about it you know and and that's why we we love what we do it's you know it it can be like there's so much power in just talking things out and you like I could just see you know we're obviously on zoom I can see you and like as you were talking the connections that you were making and the like you know when you land at this and you're like oh and just to add to that because I've been talking about it and this is this is what (laughs) what we do and yeah you you know um life is one big lesson (laughs) and the business journey is definitely that yep oh yeah so yeah that's where I'm at yeah well thank you for being so open and sharing that because I know that it's going to resonate so much with other people going going through this and and also to add to that where you are now and I and I know this because we we both have talked about this but it's these are you're you're feeling this now you you probably felt that like a year ago you're probably going to feel like that in a year's time but it's going to be on a different level and it's going to be because you're doing so much more now than you were a year ago and in a year's time you're going to be doing so much more and by more I don't mean like more work I just mean next level like it's new project it's just new and with that comes you know our survival mechanisms because we're not used to it and and that's what it is yeah 
Yeah. Can I ask how on a day-to-day you are being your own best client with this? Um, I don't know. Um, I wasn't expecting that question. Um, (laughs) I know how I'm being like my best self-parent. Um, so maybe I can share that because I feel like that will be a clearer answer. Um, yeah, that's really what I meant. I mean, I I know because you share with me, I know you're being your own best (laughs) client and maybe you don't see it that way, but like what you help people with is what you've just described, but in, I guess in more of like a top line, yeah. How are you managing this and how are you actively working on this? Um, Yeah. So by giving myself a lot of space, I live alone and I cherish that really at the moment. I, yeah, just need a lot of alone time. And I call myself up on my shit a lot. And when I feel like there's a lot that I can't call myself up on, I call my friends and I, you know, um, often you and I get you to call me up like, (laughs) need need some straight talking here. But also I just, I have. So in the self-parenting, there's this big thing that I do and we talk a lot about morning routines not like you and I we but in the general well-being space it's all about morning routines not a morning person I have a very not strict but solid nighttime routine because when you think about it with kids you have a very strong nighttime routine and that's what I need at the moment is like that really um loving holding mothering to myself and so my nighttime routine is basically like two hours before I go to bed the lights are all dimmed down um the music changes I tend to put like mantras on or very like soft music um and when I say I dim down the lights I've got like light switches that just really dim everything down or sometimes I just put candles or fairy lights um I tend to at that moment, I sometimes even set an alarm at like 9 p.m. or 8.30 to tell me like, you're going to need to get ready for bed soon. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I laugh about it. Um, but I then do I the clean, same. <laughs> I, like, I clean my whole flat, you know, like the mess of that day, especially the kitchen, bathroom, just like quick. It takes me 10 minutes. I live alone. I'm the one who made the mess. Like there's not that much mess. And then I fill up my kettle. And I prepare, I always drink like tea in the morning from a pot of tea, like I make loose leaf tea. So I'll put out my pot of tea, often a mug. I sometimes even like pull out the tea that I'll have in the morning. Um, I often like pull out my clothes for the next day, literally like you would with a kid. Mm. Um, I also write myself, when I feel like I need extra holding, I write myself a good morning note for the next day. Where I'm like, morning, love. Oh, I <laughs> you know, love like that. How you would for a child. I know my mum did it quite a lot. Like if there was the very rare mornings where she wasn't there, um, she would write my sister and I a note. And mum always left notes, you know, like even in the afternoon or whatever, like we always came home to like a note on our table Um And so, you know, on the back of like an old bill or anything, like it doesn't need to be fancy. So back of a ripped envelope or whatever. And I do it exactly in that way where I write myself a good morning note and I tell myself that I love me. (laughs) Um, And I want to start doing that. (laughs) Yeah. So in the morning and I put it next to my kettle because it's the first thing I do in the morning. So that way, when I wake up in the morning, it's like, good morning. And I will put like three or four things down on the thing on my note, which is like things that I have to do to look after myself. Like when I really need holding, I'm not joking. I literally write, make a tea, have a shower, journal. And then you can, and I write down and then you can start your day. 
It's like until you've done those things, you cannot start your day. And I love you. I'm here. Like I write that for myself in the evening. And already that puts me in such a like held space. Um, And then I like prepare my bed. So like dim the light again in my bedroom um, prepare my book. I'm a big, big fan of books, as you know, because we both are. Um, and I often have like a big glass of water. I drink way too much. And then I go have a very hot shower um, in the dark. So I don't turn any lights on. At this stage, like all the lights are off in my in my flat. I'm basically a bat, like living with <laughs> some kind of weird developed night vision and I have a shower in the dark or sometimes I light a candle but often it's just in the dark and then I douse myself in oil like I have dry skin and it just feels really nice to just like that anointment kind of mm-hmm. um, and there's one I particularly love that has like CBD and um, jasmine in it so it smells really delicious and it just puts my body in this state of like Uh, (laughs) and then I take myself to bed and I am allowed to read for as long as I want and so if that means I read till past midnight like a child then I do (laughs) and sometimes I will finish a book get up start a new one and that actually for some reason feels like such a treat that I'm like allowed to do that and uh, yeah, so that's a big thing that I do is my nighttime routine. That's a big way that I hold myself. Um, which, mm. yeah. Mm, I love that so much. Mm. I'm like definitely going to start doing the note thing. I love that. Yeah. I really loving. Yeah. And I also just want to pick up on the the thought or the idea that what you're experiencing you you know all this on a conscious level like here's what I think like I'm I'm being a witness to it versus like I'm letting it take over and you are taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself when you're you're in in that space but what I want to talk about is the I guess the two like the two separate so like you witnessing what these beliefs are and what you're what you're going through and how it's not that it's not fact like what you're because we talk about this like our we share our limiting beliefs and the thoughts that we're having and then when we look for evidence that it's not true it's there so like you know that those thoughts and what you're experiencing is you know it's it's like based on experience in your past it's based on conditioning so yeah I just wanted to speak to that a little bit more Mm. Yeah, I guess it's a big part, again, of what I learned last year in in my course, um, because it's something that we speak about a lot, that um, if you're observing where you are, then you're not there. So it's kind of like this metaphysical thing of, well, if I'm observing what I'm feeling, I'm not feeling, and you just like, it's it ultimately you're changing your point of view but it's deeper than that and it that space allows that resistance to dissipate a little bit and that's where the ease comes in that's where discomfort doesn't need to be painful it's just discomfort it just is what it is it's discomfort because you are doing something new that you haven't done before so it's unknown and we've associated the unknown with being scary, um, with being uncomfortable. And so then you're looking at it in those very simple terms of like, oh, there is a reason why I'm feeling so scared. It's because I'm moving towards and I'm actually living in a very different way than I have been so far. So it's kind of like, 
you're bringing that compassion to yourself because your reaction is justified without like coddling it you know it's like okay there's a reason why I'm feeling so scared I'm gonna hold myself my my own hand through this fear again it's just I'm gonna take responsibility for my fear and so you're not bypassing your fear that's like really huge for me is like when there's an emotion that's so there and it needs to be felt bypassing it as comfortable as it might be is actually going to get me nowhere Mm. or it's just going to get me where I've been before and I'm not interested in where I've been before no longer interested in that I'm interested in where I could go and curious about that and to be able to go there I'm like all right Mm. (laughs) new path let's go hold hand and again, it's in that very compassionate, loving, parenting way, because that's what's important to me. I mean, love is my core value, and it's part of my vision that everything that I do comes from a place of love, because I want everyone to be able to come from a place of love. Mm. Um, because I feel like just the world would be really magical, you know, even if it sounds like all pink and rainbows, like ultimately when you feel into it, it's also just a very yeah, loving way to move forward. And I feel like collectively we could do with a lot of that. But for me to be able to do that, I need to hold me. And so There was actually like pretty much a day, I think it was early June last year, where I was just like, right, I'm done. Done with this bullshit. I'm done with fighting. I'm done with resisting growth. I'm done with trying to stay comfortable. I'm I'm really done with this. And I remember at the time I called my coach and mentor and I was just like, I'm really sorry that I've been fighting against you because all you've been doing is taking a stand for me and I've not been receiving it and I'm done. So now I'm going to go wherever, you know, as deep as uncomfortable as you take me, I'm there and I'm grateful that you're there to hold me through it. And, and then I just like dove straight in and it was not nice. It Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was super difficult because I made it difficult, but it was super uncomfortable. And, but I'm so glad I did it. And I want to keep doing it because I've given myself enough examples of what is on the other side of that discomfort. I've shown myself enough times, like this morning, waking up and feeling peace. And that is really new for me because most of my life from as far as I can remember, so a solid 30 years, I've woken up feeling panicked. Yeah. And I believe a big part of my resistance to being there in the mornings is because I need a lot of time to calm myself down from that state of panic first thing. Like that's how I start my day. And I used to have horrible nightmares up until like a few months ago, you know, and when I'm feeling really triggered, I still have them and night terrors. And and I really feel for kids, you know, whose parents tell them that the nightmares aren't real and you're just having a tantrum and move past it. I'm like, I'm 30 plus and I still have them, you know, so yeah, I've kind of lost my train of thought to be perfectly honest, but basically I've shown myself that's it enough times what's on the other side of the fight and what going further into the discomfort allows me to feel. And that's what I'm interested in. So yeah. I guess I've just like trained myself. Yeah. 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 And there must have been a point when you made that commitment to yourself 
And when you make the decision to be like, I'm going to stop resisting, there was a decision that was made about where you were. It was like, I am not only making the decision to commit to myself, but I'm making the decision that I don't want to stay here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because where I was, was, was horrible. You know, I was beyond heartbroken and sad and just feeling so weak and vulnerable all the time and I couldn't create from that space you you can't create anything whole from such a broken heart basically and so I was like right I'm gonna and it wasn't like I'm gonna put it back together it's just I'm gonna allow more to come through the space that the breaking allowed yeah yeah and I I think a lot of um I have a lot of friends who say as well how when they start things like coaching as in like um being coached themselves or they go to therapy and they think they go in with the intention of like, I'm going to fix something. I'm going to, um, to stop doing, like stop being stuck where I am and like, you know, create something new for myself. And then when they get in there, they're like, oh, this stuff is never ending. (laughs) And it's like, it's like a constant discovery and it's like a, a constant commitment to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually start every first session with my clients with that with like if you're expecting me to take you to a destination where you were healed we need to not work together because I'm not taking you there because that Mm. place does not exist and all I'm doing is holding space for you while you explore yeah ultimately I'm holding space for you while you're moving through uncomfortable stuff so you can know how to do that yourself and then I'm like your P, you know, your personal trainer. I'm your coach because I'm literally your coach. And I'm not, I'm there to hold space while you learn to build your muscle and just your explore exploration buddy. Dora the explorer of, <laughs> of your body mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean. And and you even said it like with yourself, when you made that commitment to yourself, you called your coach and you were like, oh, I'm, I'm ready now. Like I'm going to commit. And, you know, your coach wasn't there trying to like force you into changing. Like we as coaches can't control our clients. We can't make things happen for them like when you sign up to work with with a coach like for for us ourselves as well when we work with coaches and mentors and when people work with us we're all making the commitment to ourselves and we as space holders can can be the ones to hold the space empower to be cheerleaders you know everything like you said but it's it we we can only take responsibility for ourselves yes yeah absolutely and like I had been working with that coach for with that specific coach and mentor um, for a year. And I had been being coached by Nikki, who is her coach, her mentor for a year and a half before that. So I had been in like solid coaching for two years by that stage, you know, and I had released a lot and moved through a lot. And this was like a big, big one. And there will be another big, big one. And I will go to them or someone else, but I will, you know, I've been in intense coaching for two and a half years and I'm taking a bit of a break, but I'm also in collaborations and I've got friends in this space. So a lot of conversations are there. But I'm going to go and get professional coaching again, absolutely, because the bigger I get, the bigger the stuff that's going to move through me, the bigger the space I'm going to need for someone to hold for me, for my space to get bigger. And it just like, it's just constant. It just yeah. never ends. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I um, I feel like this is a good moment to also add to something that I'm moving through which is 
a kind of extension of everything you've just been saying, but it's it's the idea of change and and how that triggers so much. And what's been coming up for me is where this year for me, my word is growth. And I am doing that by lots of collaborations and also stuff within my business. And it's it's almost like a fear of success. You know, it's like there's change coming, there's growth coming, there's success coming. But with that means a lot of change of my life as I know it. And to me, what that looks like and what that's bringing up, and it's something I'm still working through, is the abandonment wound. It's it's something that has been very present in my life. But it, I know that if I, this is not I know, my <laughs> what my subconscious mind is telling me is that if things change, if I change, if I grow, then I move away from where I am now. And that means that my friends and family might not like who I become. It's that it's rejection, it's abandonment, it's like the fear of success, which I always thought it was, I don't know, like I I never really realized that that was a thing because everyone talks about the fear of failure. But when you look at it, like, is that actually fear of success as well? Like, you know, um, so yeah, that's what I'm kind of <laughs> moving through. Um, I had a a question come up when you shared that and just really quickly I think the fear and success and the fear of failure is just the fear of change Mm -hmm. you know in very very simple like at the core when you really go like deeper into it yeah um, it just shows up in two very different ways obviously yeah just when you shared about that fear of losing like your connection with your parents and your friends Mm. Um, the core of you isn't changing. Mm. It's the expression of you that's changing. And I can't speak for your family, your husband or your friends, but the person that I speak to most days and that I'm excited to have super long chats with every week she's not changing Mm. or if she is there's just more of her that's going to be present yeah yeah thank you for saying that yeah it's it's almost like the more I grow the more I become the more I come into myself the more I um everything I'm planning to work on this year and well one of my like um kind of key things that I'm moving into this year is only saying yes to opportunities when it's a full body yes and that means you know like collaborations clients even projects and so what to me what that means is really leading from a place of authenticity and integrity and so yeah you're right it's like I'm not changing I'm just becoming more me but then in a way that that feels even scarier to me because that's the vulnerability aspect it's like the more of me I show the more vulnerable I am to and uh, you know um and susceptible to like rejection and judgment and and those are all the things that are coming up yeah because yeah all the barriers are coming down and it's more you so yeah it's something that touches you touches you to your core Mm, yeah and and like even I mean to to the point that we were saying earlier like I I felt like this when I first started my business and I had similar feelings like especially showing up on Instagram for me that was huge oh my god like I I remember it like I can actually like just even saying that I'm like oh I'm feeling like it in my body the way I felt it back then um but this time it's like around different things and then in a year's time 
it's probably going to be there again around other things. But I guess the point is the, the, the more we get to know ourselves, the more we get to know these feelings within our body, that the better equipped we are to work with them and yeah move with them move move past them with with (laughs) and you know how I always play like devil's advocate and Mm. show the other side um if being more authentically you allows like you know the things that hurt to be felt more Imagine how that feels for what you're calling in for when you're really there to receive them. Mm. Yeah. Because it's fully you who's receiving them. And it's like, I feel like from that place, when you receive even something really small, it fills you up really big. Mm. Because you're allowing it to really touch you yeah it's like a sunrise suddenly is 10 times more beautiful because you're actually allowing it to touch you so all the beautiful experiences are also more felt yeah yeah that's so true I mean, just off the top of my head even like with this podcast we've had some really amazing feedback already and we created this like this is as we've talked about before it's like a a project for us a passion project and it's something that feels like really good for us like really in alignment with who we are and what we want to create so receiving that feedback I don't know about you but I just felt like so good like reading all of that (laughs) me too and it was from such an unexpected place so just to share openly we got feedback um from I don't yeah so my brother works in a bank and he shared it with his old boss who said she was super interested in what we shared and I was like what it is you know so far out of our yeah what we saw and impact and this person's in Australia and it's just so far away I mean so close to home and yeah that just thank you so much for that feedback by the way yeah thank you <laughs> um, just we love feedback so much yeah we love feedback <laughs> um and I just had like so many people just tell us like, oh, I'm so excited to hear you guys chat together and I love what you're doing. And I'm just, yeah, I feel so fuzzy and warm and loving inside. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's exactly what you were just saying is, you know, when you are coming from that place that is really authentically you, then everything feels so much more special and yeah um versus like receiving feedback for I mean I feel like positive feedback is always nice to hear but it feels extra good (laughs) when (laughs) it's something that's like you you really really care about yeah yeah exactly and are you a projector by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> I like to be appreciated as a projector. <laughs> it's a bit of an inside joke because sometimes I like push Emma a bit too far and I'm like just playing devil's advocate and, you know, coaching her and asking her questions. And then she goes, can you just be my friend and validate me? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> love it yeah is this everything we have to share today I think so yeah I think and and like more will probably come up Um, the last episode (laughs) yeah but and I guess like just I think sharing where we are I mean it's January now in 2023 it's the start of the year and um we've kind of been sharing like 
what we've been working on in the last few episodes and yeah we can we can do another episode like this in in <laughs> February or March or whenever it comes up again or next um, week or we next week <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well thank you so much for holding space for me while I shared okay. all of that thank you thank you everyone for listening and um we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to your weekly dose of witchy business. If you love us as much as we love us, please leave a five-star review to help us spread the magic. Thank you again to our sponsor, Plan Her. Please support them the way they support us. And don't forget to follow the link in the show notes to sign up to our Substack. You can also watch us on YouTube. It's at witchy business. And you can also follow us on Instagram at we are witchy business. Emily is at underscore Emily Tyson and I am at Anna.Jordan with an E.